Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, happy Blue Jackets game day again. We have another game tonight. This is Locked on Blue Jackets. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Thanks for making Locked on Blue Jackets your first listen of the day. So today's uh, agenda, we're going to talk about last night's game because, hey, we won. It was a lot of fun. Uh, some good good showings. Uh, I don't think anyone really had a bad game, so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then we're also going to do a little bit of a preview of tonight's game as well, because uh, I think it's going to be a very different looking squad. Uh, I think it's probably going to be mostly veterans, maybe a couple of guys like Chidakov, uh, Sillinger, who we'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, I think they both had really good games, but uh, let's let's start off with a little, a little recap of uh, tonight's... Start off with a little recap of last night's game. If you weren't paying attention, Blue Jackets won 3-0 over Pittsburgh, which, you know me, I love to beat Pittsburgh. Uh, I love to beat Pittsburgh even more in their own building. Yes, it is a meaningless preseason game, but I feel like Pittsburgh just kind of takes our lunch money. Every single time we face them, whether it's preseason, regular season, postseason, so it felt real good to uh, to get a win. Uh, shutouts for both JF Barube, uh, formerly of the Ontario Reign, and Jet Greaves, who did very well in Travis City, uh, who I believe actually got an invitation to training camp based off of. Uh, his performance in Travis City, so they both performed very well. I thought Barube especially was uh, was really solid. He is um, he's on a PTO, I believe. Uh, we signed him basically just to have an extra goalie in camp uh, because you know I talked about it a little bit yesterday. The goalie uh, the goalie depth is a little bit thin on the ground. Uh, I think he'll solidify um, our. Cleveland lineup, or potentially, you know, if we end up moving Corpusalo, then I could see him backing up Muslikins um, as opposed to calling up Tarasov and making him sit on the bench for most of the season. So, you know, I think there's a little bit of versatility there with Barube. I thought, again, he had a fantastic game tonight. Um, Blue Jackets were, it was a very Blue Jackety kind of game. Um, Penalty kill, very good. I think we were 5 for 5. Power play, uh, terrible, obviously. Um, time is a flat circle, death taxes, the Columbus Blue Jackets power play being bad, etc, etc. Uh, we didn't get a ton of shots, but the ones that we did get, we made them count. Uh, obviously, you know, 3 nothing win, we scored 3 more goals than, than the other teams. So, you know, it's, it's easy to say, oh, well, Pittsburgh had way more shots. I think I looked at at one point, I think most of the way through the first period, the shots were 13 to 2 in favour of the Penguins, um, which is kind of about what I expected. Um, maybe not quite as bad as I expected. Two shots in a period is not not good at all, but hey, one of those shots went in. Um, Igor Chinikov, who has, again, just taken step after step in his... Uh, 
in his North American game, you know, we talked about it yesterday, he scored in Traverse City, he's scoring in scrimmages at training camp, he's scoring in preseason, he's, he's going to be one to watch, um, it, okay, maybe is a goal that Tristan Jari should have had, uh, I don't think it was a particularly, uh, flashy, fancy goal scorer's goal, but it was, a goal is a goal, you know, it's, it's that old cliche, it doesn't matter how you score them, it's how many, or whatever the, whatever the, the quote is, um, and so, yeah, Blue Jackets up one nothing. scored on 50% of our shots, it's a good time is being had by everyone except, uh, friend of the show, host of Locked on Penguins, Hunter Hodes, who is actually having a bad time, you would say, um, but we don't, we don't care about him right now. Uh, Blue Jackets would go on to score two more goals, one from uh, Adam Boquist, uh, who was not technically where you would expect a defenseman to be. I would assume he's been talking to Zach Wierenski, uh and taking lessons on how to be a rover. Uh, he was like way down below the hash marks. Um, but nice to see him get a goal if we can kind of keep that going and encourage that kind of offense, uh, that's going to be really fun to see. Uh, I thought he had a really good game in general, actually. I thought he was noticeable uh, in, in a good way. I know that typically when defensemen are noticeable, it's because they're doing bad things, but I thought Boquist had a really, really solid night tonight. Um, and then Emil Bemstrom with the empty net goal, which I think is more of a confidence booster than anything. You know, I think empty net goals, they still count as goals, but sometimes it is very much a case of, well, it would be harder not to score it. But for, for a guy like Bemstrom, who I believe only scored three goals all of last season and they were all in the same game, I think getting a, a, an empty netter in the preseason, I think, is is a good little confidence booster. Um, so in a minute, we'll talk a little bit more about who uh, the standouts were who my player of the game is. Uh, I have a couple of answers to that because I can't choose just one. But first, I've got to tell you about rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you draw off and pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? Choosing the brand that their warehouse happens to carry, you've got to wait for the parts to come in stock, you've got to go back, you've got to leave your car, you've got to pay for the labour, why don't you just cut out the middleman? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket, so just go there instead. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. They are a family business and they've been serving customers online for over 20 years. Prices are reliably low, whether you're a do-it-yourselfer or a professional, and they've got everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably stocks it. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find a solution to your auto part needs. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure you're right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliable low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com I've also got to tell you about DirecTV. Does it sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favourite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV together. 
It's called Derek TV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favourites together like never before. So you can watch your favourite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. I mean, no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again, and here's the best bit, there is no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com, that is D-I-R-E-C-T-V dot com. Compatible device required, content varies by package. So there were a lot of good things in tonight's game. Um, there were some bad things. Obviously, I mentioned at the top of the show, power play is still doing what the Columbus Blue Jackets power play does, which is basically nothing. Um, I did like Adam Boquist's uh, movement on the blue line. I thought he did really well. Um, it was very kind of, I don't want to say Seth Jones-esque, but it was. Um, it's good to see that he can play that role, and uh, I assume that Zach Wierenski is going to be our defenseman on the first power play unit, but I could see Boquist kind of maybe taking that spot on the second power play unit, which would be good, because at the minute we don't really have a second defensive option there. Um, but mostly the power play was, I mean, it was what it was. You know, we didn't really have any of our regular guys on there. There was some good movement, but... It wasn't ever really a threat, I don't think. Um, I've already mentioned penalty kill, good, solid. Um, in terms of in terms of player of the game, uh, again, I have a, a couple options here. Stanislav Svozil just continues to impress. I was talking about him a little bit on Twitter. He could conceivably make the Blue Jackets out of camp um, as a third round pick this season, um, which I think is kind of pretty astonishing. I know a lot of people were surprised he fell that far. Um, but again, I feel like every time I see him, he's doing good things. He's making good decisions. Um, there were a couple of moments in last night's game where I kind of saw him covering up for other people's mistakes, which, okay, maybe is not ideal, but is a good thing to have. Uh, I'm thinking specifically, there were a couple of times where Scott Harrington made some questionable choices and couldn't get, quite get back in time. Svozil was there. Um, he made a couple of those really nice, like, desperation diving uh, slides across the ice to knock the puck away. Um, again, lots of lots of stuff to like in his game. Um, there was one moment where, I again, I looked down at my phone and I looked up and he was, like, hovering around the goal line on the other side of the ice, which is not typically where you want your defenseman to be, but... He feels he feels like a guy that could, when he's done developing, could be a fifteen to twenty goal scorer in this league. Um, he has that feel about him. Like maybe that's a hot take. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. But everything I've seen from him, I have been liking. Um, and even though we have kind of a logjam at defense, and he's not old enough to play for the monsters, so we can't really have him on a, a an up and down contract. He might be my stealth pick to to take one of those open slots on the third pairing. Um I wouldn't I wouldn't be mad, I wouldn't be surprised. Um I think that would be that would be pretty good. Um in terms of, of other guys that I liked, uh, it was good to see uh Sillinger play well. Uh he was on a line with Hoffman and Shinikov for most of it. Um he got a bunch of penalty kill time, which is good. That's what you like to see from Someone who could potentially be your number one center later on down the line, um, and someone that's you know going to be playing between guys like 
uh, Voracek, who is pretty defensively responsible, but has lost a little bit of a step, obviously, as he gets older, and Line A, who, you know, with the best will in the world, we didn't acquire Line A to play defense. So to have um, Sillinger playing some penalty kill time and proving that he can be a defensively responsible sentiment, I think is is pretty pretty good, pretty pretty promising. Um, Hoffman, I thought, was dangerous. Um, I feel like Hoffman's been a little bit overshadowed uh, by Sillinger and Chinakov, I think. And myself included. I think a lot of people thought he was going to kind of come into camp and immediately wow everyone and be that guy. I don't think he was ever going to be like Kirill Kaprizov, where he would turn up and, you know, score 25 goals and then sign a $9 million contract or whatever. But I was expecting... um, not necessarily more, but I thought he might stand out a little bit more than he has been. I don't think he's been bad by any stretch of the imagination. I don't think he's been invisible. I do think he's uh, struggling to stand out a little bit when faced with uh, the so strong performances from the youngsters. Um, it feels like Hoffman is one of those youngsters, but he's 28. He's been playing in uh, Europe for basically his entire career until now. Um which I think is is what throws people off. I think people assume that he's he's a younger guy, but no, he's he's twenty eight. Was drafted in uh, two thousand and fourteen, I believe. So he's he's been around, um, and I think the the fact that he's not basically scoring at will like Chinikov did in Traverse City is what people are surprised at. But again, it's. It's his first time playing North American ice for, you know, if he has played on North American ice, you know, in World Championships or World Juniors or whatever, it's been a while. So give him a little bit of time to adjust, give him a little bit of time to uh, get used to the ice. And I think, again, he's going to be a sneaky good player for the Blue Jackets. Uh, In a minute, we'll, we'll look at tonight's preseason game uh we'll look at who the lineup is likely to be some predictions maybe maybe we'll do some some hot take predictions of the score but first i want to tell you about bet online speaking of predictions bet online is back and better than ever all eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start and the football season as always bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface there's going to be even more odds props and contests as betonline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus that's right 100% that is double your initial deposit just for signing up make sure you use promo code nfl100 to uh, get that bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favourite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Once again, that is promo code NFL100, NFL100, for a 100% welcome bonus at betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favourite sports. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. So, Blue Jackets are back at it tonight against Buffalo, which could go either way. Um, I feel like historically we don't do very well against Buffalo, and of course it's you know the preseason where the points are made up and the goals don't really matter. Um, but I think we'll probably see an older squad tonight. Uh, I think 
Uh, we'll see Muslikins tonight. We'll likely see Tarasov tonight. I don't think Corpusalo is uh, back on the ice yet. He injured his groin a couple of days ago, so he's already day-to-day -day because injury, ghost, curse. Um, but I suspect we'll see Line A tonight. We'll see Voracek tonight playing together in a competitive game for the first time. Um, you know, a bunch, of, a bunch of the older guys. I imagine we'll see Warensky. We'll see Jenner um, because it was a very youngster heavy lineup tonight there were a lot of guys who i imagine will spend a bunch of time on the monsters this season so it'll be a little bit of a different look um maybe a little bit more of a competitive look maybe a little bit more um maybe a little bit closer to what we are likely going to look like on opening night um because tonight uh Last night's roster, there was maybe three or four guys that are going to be NHL regulars this season. So it's uh... and hey, they they came out and they they beat uh, admittedly a very young, inexperienced Penguins squad. But a win is a win. Um, it's confidence building, and I think we'll likely we might even see uh, Chinkov and Sillinger and guys like that play again tonight. Um, Sillinger, like I say, I spent most of training camp with Voracek and Line, so I wonder if they throw him in there to see how he does between those two guys in a game situation. Um, it would be silly to to sit Chinkov, I think. Uh, he's clearly getting better and better the more he plays. Um, I don't necessarily think you want to have him play all of your preseason games, um, and I'm sure he won't, I'm sure he'll sit for at least a couple, but I think uh, Brad Larson wants to get as much of uh, Chinikov's game out there as as he can, so he knows you know, where he's going to play in the lineup, if he's going to be a regular, or I think at this point it's pretty, pretty much accepted he's going to be on opening night roster, but you know, no one's really sure where that is. Um, you'd like to think it's top six scoring minutes, but we just don't know. So it'll be it'll be interesting. The Sabres are going to be bad this season. Um, I don't think that's a hot take or a surprise to anyone. Um, I know I saw on Twitter someone had put together a likely opening night roster for um, for the Sabres, and it does not look great. Obviously, they traded away. A bunch of their better guys uh, at the deadline during the offseason. Uh, Sam Bennett went, Sam Reinhardt went. Eichel is, uh, well, the, the Eichel situation is a whole a whole thing. Um, he's still injured. He hasn't had the surgery he wants or the surgery the team wants him to have. They've stripped him of the captaincy. Uh, he doesn't play another game for the Sabres uh, is, is what's going to happen with Eichel, I think. Um, and they, they are your three best players um it's they haven't really picked anyone up that's going to be much of a threat uh, their goalies are i don't know like a tudor shooter and linus Almark and th that's that's about it um so it'll be interesting however you know we have gone into sabers games before or at least i have gone into sabers games being like oh this will be great this will be a really nice confidence boost for the guys and then the sabers just embarrass us so it really could go either way. Um, I am, again, it's preseason. Like, if we lose 8-1 tonight, then it's it's fine. You know, it means nothing. Um, 
I think it would be nice to have a competitive game and to have a good showing, especially because it's going to be a bunch of veterans. But if it's, you know, a bunch of veterans against an, an AHL side for Buffalo, then I wouldn't be surprised if uh, it gets a little bit chaotic. I wouldn't be surprised if Columbus, you know, puts a football score on them or, you know, if we start getting into cricket scores. But I think it'll be a very different game than last night. Last night was a very kind of tight, controlled game. I think tonight might get a little a little wacky um, because, hey, preseason, it's chaos. I'm here for it most of the time. So uh, it'll, be, it'll be fun. It is fun having... Blue Jacket Talkie back. Uh, I have the 14th of October marked on my calendar for our home opener. It's going to be good. So tomorrow uh, we are going to look a little bit at tonight's game. Uh, hopefully the Blue Jackets will make some roster cuts at some point. So we'll have maybe a little bit of a better idea of who's going back to juniors, who's going back to Europe, who's going to the Monsters, things like that. So we can talk about that. Uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets and wherever you get your podcasts, literally wherever. We're on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Odyssey. If you have a podcast app of choice, then we are there. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, I'm going to do a mailbag on Friday, I believe. So if you have questions for that, you can email me at lockdownbluejackets at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening and for making Locked on Blue Jackets your first listen of the day. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.